Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> Switching it up, you guys. Keeping it funky fresh for you. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so happy to be here. And here's what we're going to talk about today, you guys. I'm going to dive right in. No messing around. Straight to the point. This is what I'm talking about. I'm going to call it. I think I'm going to call this sucker. Stop apologizing for the woo. <laughs> the woo. Like W-O-O. Sometimes also called woo-woo right? People go, oh, you know, she's so woo-woo. It's all woo-woo. <laughs> and there's a reason why I'm talking about this. And I'm going to keep this one short and to the point. But I felt like it was something that I wanted to talk about because, you know, when I'm out in the world, talking to people, listening to people, learning from people, paying attention to what's happening out in social media land or coaching land or teaching land or fucking book land or reading land or whatever, and I'm out there and I'm paying attention. And I often hear at some point in somebody's conversation, something that sounds like this. I'm about to go all woo on you. Or I apologize for going all woo on you. Or somebody will say something like in a comment, right? Or make a commentary about, oh, Jesus, now we're getting all woo woo. And I was just like, oh, like every time I hear that, and especially if I hear that from a leader, from somebody who calls themselves or considers themselves and quote unquote, I'm making the little quote fingers, influenza, which just makes me want to stab myself in the fucking eye every time I hear that word. Um, we're all, first of all, let me just say this. We're all influencing each other all the time. We all, there, in Course in Miracles, it says there are no neutral thoughts. So every thought that you think, it, it like has a ripple effect. We're all influences. Just because you have a thousand gazillion followers doesn't make you any more special or important. We're all influences. Some people just might do it in a more public way. But there are people who influence in very private ways, but lots of people. It's a ripple effect and it's just more quiet. That's all. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And we're back. Okay, Kay, we're back to the woo. So especially if there's a leader or somebody who has a lot of followers or they have a big program where a lot of people are listening to them and learning from them. And there's a reason why I'm not picking on these people. I'm not picking on these people, but I want to call it out because it's, it's, it's something that I see. You know, sometimes my old business coaches used to say to me, you know, if you want to create content or you want to talk about something, what they would ask you a very straight question. They'd go, what pisses you off in your, um, what's something that pisses you off in your field or something that you see in your, whatever you want to call it, your profession or whatever. Right. 
And I'm like, oh my God, let me make a list. But one of the things that's been kind of coming up lately, and it's not so much that this pisses me off. It really just kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit. And there's a reason, there's a reason why and I'm going to explain it. And again, let me be wicked clear. I am not judging the people who say that, meaning I'm simply pointing out a behavior that I don't think serves them or their people. And if I'm especially in their program, I'm one of their people. I don't think it serves me either. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to bring it up and talk about it because I've never heard anybody talk about this before. And I like to talk about things that catch my eye. And I think, you know, um, I think sometimes we all get, well, that's not true. I think we all get a divine assignment. We all have an individual curriculum. Uh, and one of my individual curriculums is to talk about things sometimes that other people aren't talking about. And it's not, it doesn't make me special or whatever. It's just that I happen to see things through a certain perspective or lens, just like you see things through a certain perspective or lens that you could reflect back to me, right? So I was on a call, I was on a call uh, the other day, and this is uh, uh, on a call with somebody who has a really big platform and influences thousands of people. And I heard him say, um, I'm sorry, uh, I'm gonna get a little woo on you right now. And I was like, why are we saying I'm sorry? Why does everybody feel the need to apologize for the woo or to um, lead with a warning? Like I'm about to go all woo on you. Like all the adults in the room can't handle it. And we have to go like, Ooh, I got to prepare because there's some woo coming. Right. I'm just like, what? The? So I kept, I kept sitting there and I'm thinking, what is this all about? So first of all, let me, let me stop and like break it down a little bit. Right. If you look up in like, call it the slang dictionary or the urban dictionary or whatever, right? Woo or woo woo used to mean somebody that was like flighty or flaky or kind of into the supernatural, the metaphysical, like into crystals and seances and like ghosts and like, uh, you know, tarot cards and, you know, readings and like all this stuff. Right. And so they would kind of look at that as like, oh, woo woo. Again, with the air quotes, that's all woo woo. But it was really a way to disempower and to, what's the word I'm looking, um, degrade, right? To talk down to, to make less serious, to not take somebody seriously because it was all woo. But here's what's so interesting to me. I think the way that most people, they might still mean that a little bit. And it's definitely like if anybody was paying attention to the 2020 presidential race, like back in the beginning when there was a lot of different candidates that were stepping forward, you know, my beloved friend and longtime uh, mentor, Marianne Williamson, was one of the people that was running for president. And I actually had her on the podcast. If you want to go listen to that, uh, just go back to the older episodes, you'll find it. Um, and one of the things that I kept seeing in the way that the media like talked about her is like they would be like, oh, my God, like she's so woo. -woo. Like, what's all this about? Like talking like and everybody kept saying all this shit about and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're totally freaked out because this is a person who's not showing up as a total politician. This is a person who is showing up with language about love and fairness and justice and peace. She was coming at things from a totally different perspective. You know, she was also it was so fascinating because she was on one of the late night shows after everybody had been like all, you know, everybody was like going crazy, you know, like online Twitter and like everybody was like kind of coming after her. Like, like, who is this lady? Like she was so weird and like, whatever. And then she would go on late night, you know, talk shows 
And when they would actually give her time to talk, they would just be blown away by her intelligence and her insight and her depth. And the fact that in 1997, she was one of the first people to be writing about reparations and like really powerful you know, philosophies and policies and stuff like this. And so I'm like, oh, they just try to use this term to make people seem out there or people we, we shouldn't take seriously. It's a way to degrade people and they do it a lot. And if you're not paying attention, you might actually be part of the problem. So back to the story. So I'm, I'm in this group call, a coaching call thing, and I'm listening uh, it's a Q&A call, whatever it is. And I heard the guy say, I'm about to go all woo on you. And again, like it was an apology. And I'm like, can we stop apologizing for the woo? Because as somebody who is a spiritual mentor, right? I'm like, it's not all, I always say it, like, I dwell in the realm of spirituality, which is the realm of mysticism, which is in the realm of, um, you know, mythology, like maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. I'm not going to say I'm religious. It's not, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is I kind of dwell in the land of, of miracles, right? I kind of dwell in the land of love and forgiveness and healing and like all these things, because what people are really saying, especially people in the business world, when they feel like they have to make an apology for about to get all woo woo, what they're really apologizing for is I'm now about to say something that might, God forbid, sound a little spiritual. Because so often the woo-woo that they're apologizing for is really about personal development. Like as soon as they start to step into the field or the realm of personal development or spirituality or principles and practices and perspectives of spirituality, like they're just like, oh God, we're about to go deep. We're about to go into dangerous territory. You guys might not like this. And I'm like, please don't do your people a disservice. Please don't think that they can't handle it. Maybe you're going to be the first one to expose them to these thought systems or these ways of thinking about mind, um, call it mind shifts or mind perspectives or mind training, meditation, prayer, contemplation, journaling, right? Like there's a thousand ways, right? And if you're as a leader apologizing for it, then you automatically send the signal that maybe they should be a little ashamed of it or uncomfortable about it or not want to talk about it either. And I'm like, why the fuck should we be ashamed about personal growth? Why should we be weird about mindset? Why should we be weird about our own trauma and healing? What is so taboo, right? It's like, why do you like, I'm like, <laughs> People bring their whole selves into their businesses, into their lives, like their creative lives, into their parenting lives, into their work lives. It's not like we unzip a chunk of ourselves like, oh, leave that at home. That's not welcome here. Right. I bet there are some workplaces where they're like, don't bring your problems, your emotions, your whatever to work. Like they just want you to be a little fucking robot, a little like zombie, right? Just churn out the work, go home. We don't want to know you as people. But look at, we are bringing our whole selves. You, you are spiritual beings having a human experience. So to try to like somehow be embarrassed by or not want to talk about the woo, I'm always like, it's not woo woo, it's true, true right? It's already true, true that you are a child of God, that you are a spiritual being, that you are an extension of love and the divine. 
So when you're talking to somebody and then all of a sudden you talk to them about like, oh, warning, danger, Will Robinson, we're about to get deep, we're about to get a little, we're about to get a little spiritual over here, we're going to talk a little mindset. It's just like, it's not, I'm like, why are we doing that? Because it, it's silly. At this point, it's silly. Those, the old way of doing things, these old systems are clearly not working. And, you know, my, my old business mentor, my, my friend, Bill Barron, you know, he used to say, if you want to know yourself, start a business. I say to writers all the time too, you want to know yourself, write something, right? Oh, right. Write a book. Go ahead to see what happens. Right. You really want to get to know yourself, but it's like, we have to know ourselves and part of knowing ourselves, especially if you're running a business, is you better know what makes you tick. You better know what your fears are, your traumas are, your bullshit stories are. You better know both your bullshit and your brilliance. And that's actually how things get done. I, I've talked to so many business coaches of all kinds. I don't care if you start calling yourself an intuitive this, a shaman that, a friggin' spiritual, what, whatever right? All the business coaches trying to put on the new names, but here's the deal. If you're a business coach, you can have all the strategy shit in the world, but if you don't know how to help people on that deeper level, the quote unquote woo, then they're never going to take action because that's actually where people get hung up. They get hung up in the places where their mind isn't right. And I'm not saying it like, oh, they're crazy, not right. What I mean is that where there are places where there is a lack of love, where there is fear, where there is resistance or scarcity or feeling like you don't matter or who am I to do this thing, strategies are implementable. Systems are implementable. But if you can't, if a person cannot get out of their own fucking way, there's not going to be any business there's not going to be any quote unquote six figure months or years or all that bullshit, right? It's like people are like, oh, money mindset. It's like, yeah, mindset. This is the personal development and spiritual piece. And why are we going to keep apologizing for it? It is just to me immature. It's not necessary. We have to stop it because it's like we're trying to make this thing seem like it's like taboo and we shouldn't talk about it, but it's the heartbeat of everything. Most people are creating businesses, right? Because of their why, because something happened to them and they became inspired or they overcame something or they learned something or they had this new powerful perspective. They made it out of the fire and now they want to go back with the buckets of water and put other people out. So they have to have an understanding of their deeper self. That's the woo. It's not woo woo. I always say it's true, true. Because what we're talking about here is people's intuition. We're talking about people's instincts, their gut instincts, how they feel, their emotional body. It moves beyond rational facts and figures and numbers and bank accounts and all that shit. That stuff is like the, I would say is almost like the, um, the effect the effect of getting your mind right, of doing the personal work. You know, I talk about this work that I do, like, you know, I say it's like spiritual reclamation and personality rehab, right? This is like spiritual and personality rehab. And in my work, and I just start there because this, I know that this affects everything else you do. 
people sometimes try to do it backwards. It's like, oh, I want to meet the man of my dreams, or I want to have a business where I make this much money. I want to retire my whoever. Like everybody's got these stories, right? And I'm like, well, good luck doing that until you get your shit together. So I just start there. I just come right out and say, spiritual mentor, raise my hand. Going to help you put some tools in your spiritual toolkit. Hey, you, 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 you want to come and talk about these things? I created a place called The Nest, little spiritual membership, because being human is a fucking ongoing problem. Being human is hard, people, because we forget that we're spiritual beings and we try to come at the situations with strategy, with systems, like with all this stuff, with the funnels. And I'm always like, fuck the funnels. It's about flow. And the flow state is the most natural state you can be in because it is the state where you exist without a lot of fear. It is the state where you exist, where you are tapped into the divine, where you are tapped into your own inner teacher, your own inner knowing, the inner guru. You are the light of the world. And if you can tap into the light by plugging into source, why would we want to apologize about that? Look, people, sure, can people make money, right? I've known a lot of like really unhealthy, emotionally, mentally, spiritually people have made a lot of money, but it won't last. They, or they'll make a lot of money, but they'll, they won't be happy because they haven't done the true, true stuff first. They haven't done the true work first. And this is why we see people who join programs in six, seven months in, eight months in, nine months in, a year in, two years in, they haven't launched anything or done anything. And it's because of their own quote unquote woo woo problems. So I, I commend people for bringing these things up in their business coaching groups or their course building things or their Instagram, Facebook, whatever, whatever they're doing to help others, right? I, I know a lot of entrepreneurs and writers and stuff like that. But as writers, we're always trying to get into the heartbeat of things, right? As writers, we are mining the depths of who we are and why do we do what we do and why do I believe this and like what happened? Like, like, like what the fuck happened? And then we're over here, right? Like in the business and coaching world and people are like, like again, being like apologetic, like ashamed of the fact that they want to go into the personal development piece or the mindset piece. And that's where the gold lies. You know, Joseph Campbell, um, and I, I, I have this really cool graphic. I got to pull it up sometime. It's a wicked paraphrase, right? But he basically says something like the doc cave that you fear to enter is where your treasure lies. And I think so often in business, like people are afraid to come off is like, because they feel like they won't be taken seriously. They won't be taken seriously if they lead with the hat or they lead with spirit. And I can just tell you, this is desperately, people right now, especially are desperate for genuine, authentic connection that goes deeper than just the surface. People want to know themselves. They want to understand themselves. They want to know how to like get out of their own way and heal themselves and let go of their stories. And that's why like my whole process is called your story to your glory. But we just start right there with the quote unquote, woo. And I'm not afraid to say it, right? 
And I think a lot of times it depends on how you were raised or where you grew up. You know, I grew up, I had like Italian Portuguese side of the family, my step family, my, my family of origin, the Irish people, a little bit of French in there too, I think. Right. And it's like, you know, I, I grew up with people who believed in tarot cards and tarot readings. And my, my Nana was a little bit of, I call her like an Italian witch. She like would, you know, do the Malukis and she taught me how to like bless houses. And so like superstitions and stuff. I just grew up with it, you know? And I grew up with people telling me, you got to trust your gut, kid. You got to listen. You got to trust your gut. Like it wasn't done in a super like quote unquote necessarily spiritual way. Um, but I understood what was happening as I got later. It was like, oh yeah, this is my lane. Like I'm very comfortable here. I'm very comfortable talking about the things of the spirit. It's why I'm a spiritual mentor. It's my whole gig. So it's just an invitation, you guys. If, if you're somebody who leads groups of people, if you're in the business framework, especially, if you find yourself, you know, like I said, apologizing to people because you're about to get deep or really what it's about is vulnerable. Like, hey, I'm about to get vulnerable. I'm about to say some things that maybe other people don't think we should normally talk about in this space. But it's like, I'm like, it's the only way to go. You know, I mean, obviously you guys have to trust yourselves and know, uh, when the right time and place is uh, to talk about things. But you should question why you might feel a little insecure about it. Or you feel like, you, you know, like a lot of times as a, as a gateless writing um, instructor and facilitator, you know, we do this thing, we call it like the artist disclaimer. So, you know, people get together in a room and we do a little meditation and then there's a writing prompt and then we write and, you know, as a group, everybody's like writing and then we come together and we share and then we offer loving feedback, you know, about what we just heard. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we, you know, one of the rules of Gateless is we say there's no disclaiming, you know, you don't, before you read your thing, you don't go, well, I just wrote this really fast. And so it's not like, it's like, you don't need to warn us, like trust your reader, we can handle it, we'll figure it out. And it's the same thing. If you're a person who leads a group or whatever, please stop apologizing for the, for the woo. Stop apologizing for, I'm about to show you myself and get deep with you right? Please invite the fullness of yourself into the experience so that they have permission to fully show up to. So I hope you're feeling that. And again, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to judge anybody. I'm not trying to be harsh on anybody. I'm not trying to be mean. I just noticed this thing. And I was like, Jesus, this is like the third person who has said this. And I will also say this. It is often said by people much younger than me, right? I often find myself in positions where I'm listening to like marketing stuff or business stuff from people in their thirties. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm like 20 years older than this person. So sometimes it's an age perspective. Sometimes it's a confidence or knowing yourself. You know, if you, if you like, I, I know who I am, right? Like I know who I am and I don't really, I mean, of course I apologize if I was clumsy or I heard somebody, you know, whatever, like, I'm not talking about that, but like, I just show up and say, this is me. I don't make a, I don't, I'm not saying like, brace yourself. Brace yourself. I'm about to talk about spiritual teams right now. Brace yourself. I'm going to use the word God. Like, like, no, those days for me are done, <laughs> you know? So it's just an invitation. If you've resonated with this at all, if you've ever caught yourself doing that, how about we stop doing that? How about we normalize? How about we normalize spirituality? How about we normalize deep thinking? How about we normalize uh, the feeling and emotional internal lives that we're bringing the whole self? Why don't we normalize the fact that we get to bring our whole self into our work? 
because this is how we're actually going to relate and connect to one another. This is how we're actually going to heal and come to more deeply understand one another, sympathize with, with one another, empathize with one another, and create less division, is if we just allow the wholeness and the holiness of ourselves to enter the space where we don't have to warn, apologize, or worry about, they're not going to take me seriously. I can understand why there's a fear because I saw what the motherfuckers tried to do to Marianne. I saw how they tried to pull her down a peg. I tried, I saw how they tried to demean her. I saw, because here's the deal. They were actually afraid. They were afraid of how smart she was. They were afraid of her point of view because on some level, I really believe this, some level deep down inside, they know she's right. They know she was onto something and they weren't ready for it. So those of us who know, those of us who know the only way this works is if we talk about some shit and we're willing to go deep and we're willing to step into the quote unquote woo. <laughs> As Ram Das so beautifully says, we are all just walking each other home and we're not just walking half of us home or a piece of us home. The whole part of you gets to go on the journey. So that's what I got for you guys today. All right. Stop apologizing for the woo. And I always say it's not woo woo. It's true, true. This stuff is the real deal. This stuff is it. We don't get to leave this part of ourselves outside the door anymore. That's the old system. And it's the old systems that are dying and crumbling and we are ready for a rebirth. And I think that one of the things is too, is that people sometimes think of the woo as somehow being weak because they're confused and ignorant about the power of love, the power of personal perspective and being able to change your mind and to choose love over fear and to be able to say like, hey, can we talk about this? Can we talk about our fear a little bit? Can we talk about blah, 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 blah? Can we be a little more vulnerable and human and available to each other? Can we get underneath? I mean, this is, this is the radical work. Not staying in the safety zone of stats and systems and strategies and whatever. It's about like getting under the surface, going a little bit deeper. Because again, this is where we're all going to connect and ultimately heal. All right, you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, like I said earlier, this is the kind of stuff that we dive into. Uh, and obviously in one, oh, I shouldn't say obviously, but to me, it's obvious. <laughs> in my one-to-one -one spiritual mentoring, um, but also in the uh, spiritual membership. It's like group coaching in the nest. And this is the stuff I love. This is the stuff I'm passionate about. This is stuff I love to talk about. So if you're interested in any of that stuff, just hit me up, you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of my world. I appreciate you all so much. And I love you and I celebrate you. And I always love to hear what you think about the episodes of the show. I hope in some way this was valuable for you. So you guys, wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment, the whole kit and caboodle better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. 
So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>